This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It's that time again for another episode of The Drop Podcast. In this uh, podcast, we're going to be going over the Blues game against the Coyotes. Now, I know the Blues have a lot of games left against the Coyotes and the the Avalanche. I keep wanting to call them the old Colorado Rockies, but the Colorado Avalanche. (laughs) Um, These are teams that cannot be taken lightly, especially if you're a team like the Blues that have come off a couple big wins. Uh, You need to take these type of teams just as serious as those uh, contending teams. In fact, sometimes you probably ought to think a little bit harder and be more mentally focused because it's easy to stop being focused against teams that uh, are some of the worst in the league by points. Now, um, the Coyotes have some good players, young players. In fact, they have what I think is the best, if not one of the best, um, young defensive core in the league starting with the players such as Ekman Larson, and then they have a veteran presence, a guy who's played a few years, uh, Goligoski. Uh, so they've got some a good defense, and hey, you can never, ever count out Mike Smith. I feel so sad for this guy. He is such a great, great goaltender, and he faces a ton of shots in most of the games he's with. If he was with a team that had a really good defensive core, uh, I think you would hear more about Mike Smith. Most people in the NHL do know about him, but some of those who are fringe fans don't really know what a great goaltender he is. In fact, he represented uh, the NHL this year in the uh, um, All-Star game. So Mike Smith is a good goalie, and the Blues are going to have their work cut out with some of these young defensemen and, of course, trying to get the puck past Mike Smith. This was going to be a tough game. What a Petrangelo. They work it across. Tarasenko. Glove save Mike Smith with a minute 19 remaining in this major. That was just one of the many, many saves that uh, Mike Smith made in the first five, six minutes of the game. He robbed Berglund twice. Uh, just a great goaltender and wish he was with a better team. Or I wish Arizona was better. He kept them in this game. And guys, with about five and a half minutes in, this game could have already been three to nothing. And that's how great he played in this game, including the first couple minutes. But no matter how good you are, if you keep putting pressure on a goaltender, you're going to get something to go in. And the Blues did. They did exactly that when Petrangelo got this shot from afar to go right past Mike Smith. And now Tarasenko. And then for Schwartz. He'll play it back to Bullmeister. And then Petrangelo. He gets it back again. A shot. And he scores into the top corner. With three seconds left in the major. Petrangelo, a power play goal. Quick puck movement there by the Blues. And just an innocent-looking snapshot by Petrangelo at the right point. It was rising. I had a great view of it, John, from my angle. Stassi does a great job of giving it back using the boards. And I thought that maybe Schwartz redirected it, but no. And the goaltender got caught 
a little deep in his net, and there's availability up high on. Blues were working very, very hard in that first period. It's just Mike Smith was playing so well, but they got this one past him, a goal by Petrangelo. Due to some hard work to keep the puck in the offensive end for the Blues, Stasny, what can I say about Stasny? He just continues to impress me this year. Alex Petrangelo gets his 10th goal. Stasny gets his 22nd assist, and they add an assist to Bolmeister on that for his 12th assist of the year. That was at 6 minutes and 53 seconds in to the first period on a power play goal in the Blues lead one to nothing. The story of the rest of the period, the Blues pressuring Mike Smith time and time again. Great uh, two-line passes, one-line passes, two against one going in against Smith, two or three guys in front of the net while the, one of the Blues shooters shoots, just continually being stoned by Mike Smith. And at the end of the first period, uh, Jake Allen's not been tested very much, but he stopped the ones that he needed to, and the Blues are ahead one to nothing. And I hate to go on and on about Mike Smith, guys, because this is a Blues podcast, but he deserves to be the star of that first period because it would be probably five to nothing, maybe more if it wasn't for Mike Smith. Going into the second period, uh, I thought the Coyotes came out a little bit stronger. They looked a little crisper. Didn't look like they were intimidated as much. They looked a little intimidated against the Blues in the first period. The Coyotes played much better, but the Blues would get the first goal of the second period by, hey, that fourth line that has worked so hard for the Blues and its centerman, Scotty Upshaw, just two minutes and 52 seconds in. He gets it beyond Goligoski. Murphy gave it away in front. And Upshaw had it. Now a shot. He scores! Upshaw, the former Coyote, gives the Blues a 2-0 lead. Lots of traffic in front of the net, and Upshaw looked like he was going to pass it back to the point, but instead he rips this through traffic. And Scotty Upshaw, ninth goal of the year. He scored a goal in the game in San Jose, and six of his nine are now road goals. That fourth line with Reeves, Upshaw, and Brodziak has been so big this year for the Blues. If you ask the top uh, three lines about it, I'm sure they'll tell you the same. And Scotty Upshaw's been big on the road, but he's also played well at home. But this would be his uh, uh, sixth road goal, I believe, and his ninth goal of the year. It was unassisted. That was two minutes and 52 seconds in. And the Blues take a two-to-nothing lead after that. We're going to get more of the same story for the rest of the second period. Jake Allen was starting to be tested a little bit. He had to make a couple of good saves, and Mike Smith continued to be tested, as we can hear from these highlights. Number 67 is Lawson Krause. Now back for Ekman Larson. That shot and a save by Allen, a tricky one. Then Scotty Upshaw puts it off the glass. Here's Martinuk trying to find some room. Good pass and a break. And Jake Allen makes the save on Polkinen on a clear-cut breakaway. And the Blues ice it. What a big save that is. And stolen by McGinn. He'll chop it behind the goal in front. Shot, save. As Krause has two whacks at it. And a shot is on again. Another and redirection. Yeah, another redirection. Ortuzo just throws a muffin at the net. Steen right there in front. There's the deflection on the backhand. Completely changes the direction of this shot. Mike Smith was the one tested early and often and a lot in that first period. 
But the Coyotes started to put some pressure and uh, causing the Blues to make some defensive mistakes in their own end. And uh, Jake Allen had to come up big. Jake looked very good in last night's game. I think he's sitting down there thinking, hey, if that guy can do it down there, bring a little bit down to me. I'll, I'll stop him. Don't worry about it. And Jake did just that. Uh, you know, it, it's it's sometimes when you're a goalie, you would like to have a little bit of action. So I think Jake liked that action in the third period. And then that last save was uh, Mike Smith on the shot from uh, Bortuzzo that, uh, I tell you, wicked, wicked deflection from Alexander Steen. The puck was going straight. Steener hit it, and it just, like, tipped over to the side and rolled. And Mike Smith had to make an adjustment and made a huge save there because that could have very easily made it three to nothing and really put this game out of reach for the Coyotes with the way the Blues were playing. So going into the third period, guess what we're going to see, guys? More great goaltending from Mike Smith and Jake Allen. Let's get to those highlights. I love these kind of games. As the start of next season, if you will, to try to finish strong as this one is played to the front and a shot on by Tarasenko, stopped by Mike Smith, and then be able to pick it up in the fall. Jaden Schwartz goes rink wide over the line, Stastny. And Stastny for Schwartz, he's stopped by Smith. How about that read by Mike Smith? What a push right to left. Here's Domi coming into the net, and a good save there by Jake Allen on that feed in front to Dvorak. Holy jumping, he is, he is quietly putting together a phenomenal game full of timely saves. Great saves by both goaltenders, but I'll tell you what, in all honesty, in that third period, Jake kind of took the, the the handle from Mike Smith and made some of the better saves in that third period. So Jake is having a strong game. He's got a shutout going, and that shutout would continue, even though the Coyotes would uh, go on the power play, have an extra attacker, and pull their goaltender the Blues were able to add to the 2 to nothing lead on this goal by David Perron into the empty net to give Jake the shutout and the Blues a 3 to nothing win. Empty net. Great go for Perron. Crosses center, and he scores! Empty net goal for David Perron. And it's 3 nothing. Has to take a hit, too, to fire that in. He knew he was going to get drilled, and he got drilled right alongside the Arizona Coyote bench. The Blues did not let up after some big wins to get some much better teams. And I thought overall they played well against the Coyotes. There were a few uh, defensive laps that I'm sure that uh, uh, Coach Mike would like to shore up, and I'm sure he'll talk to the guys about that, that maybe a better team would have taken advantage of, and this game may have ended up differently. But you play the teams to win, and that's exactly what the Blues did. This would make the Blues 12-0-1 in their last 13 against the Coyotes. And it makes Jake Allen's record against the Coyotes go to 6-0-1. So he's never, ever lost to the Coyotes. The worst he's done is tied. Let's go ahead and go into the game stats. The Blues with a 3-0 win improved to 38-28-5. The Coyotes fall to 26-36-9. The Blues outshot the Coyotes 41-31. A lot of those Coyotes shots came in the last period when they really put pressure on Jake Allen. The Blues had two power play opportunities. Uh, they were 50% on the night and got one power play goal. The Coyotes had two opportunities, but the Blues penalty kill that's been great all year did its job. Faceoffs were pretty even, 51% for the Blues, 49% for the Coyotes. The goals and the other stats, Petrangelo gets a power play goal, his 10th. Upshaw from that great fourth line gets his ninth. 
goal, and six of them are on the road. Perron gets that uh, shorthanded empty net goal for his 15th. Stasny gets an assist and just played an awesome game. Stasny played a great, great game. Jake Allen makes 31 of 31 saves. Kraus gets five shots. Chicharron gets six shots. Ekman Larson, a young defenseman who's going to really be good in the years to come for the Coyotes, gets four shots. Smith played a very good game, uh, saving 38 out of 41 shots, and he kept his team in this game early and often, but the Blues win it three to nothing. Let's go ahead and get into the uh, post-game interviews where we're going to hear from uh, Alex Petrangelo, also uh, Jake Allen and Coach Mike on this win against the Avalanche and also moving forward uh, with the rest of the games of the season. Well, games ago, um, if we don't score, at least building some momentum, I think we had eight or nine shots there. So it was a good way to start the game. We kind of put them on their heels and um, we had a couple of really good looks there before mine went in. So um, it's all about you know building momentum. Obviously, you want to score, but uh, you get opportunities like that to kind of change the pace of the game early on. You got to use it. What was the feeling like in here after the first period? I mean, Yacht shoot, shoot him 16 to 3, had a lot of great chances, only one nothing lead, though. Well, uh, yeah, Smitty played really well. He uh, made a lot of big saves. I think we all felt though it was just a matter of time before the, another one went in, but um, we were playing smart with the puck. We were managing the puck. I mean, you know, we didn't give anything up, which is the important part. And, um, you know, it was one nothing, but we felt like we had to control the game. Did you feel like when you talk about managing the puck, you knew they were going to make a push second, third periods, but you, you continued to do that, didn't you? Yeah, we gave most of uh, most of the opportunity that they got was from us making puck mistakes. Uh, we got a little sloppy there in the middle of the second, but we grabbed it again in the third and made them defend. So, um, you know, we had, did a pretty good job there, especially in spurts of really making them play in their own end. They got a lot of speed and transition, so anytime we turn the puck over there, take an opportunity to capitalize. Jake made some huge saves there in the second and build us out. Well, we're, we're tightened up a little uh, in our style. I think we're protecting the friendly net a little bit more. Um, goalies have been making that first save all year. The ones that are going into the ones when we're not clearing the rebounds and boxing out guys in front. So uh, as a group, we're doing a much better job helping the goalies. They've been, you know, good all year. And just uh, I think we're playing a lot more smart and conservative and really getting the puck out of our end, playing the ozone as much as we can. Six games in nine days now, and you're still finding the energy to get this done and I think seven shutout in the last 19 on the road. Yeah, yeah. Mike's doing a good job uh, being smart, letting us manage our energy. I think, you know, we didn't go to the rink yesterday. Uh, no, not many guys skated today. We didn't go. Uh, opportunity to get some rest here. This is a tough trip. I know I've said it before, time change and travel and back to back. So uh, it's good to get through the stretch and uh, take a break tomorrow and get ready for Tuesday. You just feel like you're not looking at what everybody else is doing. If you take care of your own business, you're going to be in good shape here. Well, that's the mindset you have all along, but I'd be lying to you if I no, I didn't admit that we knew where we were in the stands and what the situation is. So we're really trying to separate ourselves here, trying to catch the guys in front of us. And um, the only thing we can do is worry about ourselves, and that's what we've been doing. Yeah, you know, we uh, first period, I think I only had two shots or something. I don't know. And it was uh, we played really well. We sort of took our foot off the gas there a little bit in the second. But, uh, you know, we got the job done. Guys are playing solid. I think the difference is just... We're not making errors with pucks. We're getting pucks out, even if it's just flipping it in the neutral zone. Uh, that's a big difference in the, in the NHL nowadays. You know, if you get, try to get back there and make a sauce pass or something like that, that's when teams are picking it up and shoving it down your throat. I think we're just playing simple. Jake, I know you're not a guy that pays attention to a lot of stats and stuff, but um, this is your 15th shutout. You're one behind Glenn Hall on the all-time yeah. franchise list. Hearing your name with a guy like that is going to be pretty special. 
yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, it's uh, uh, it's pretty awesome. You know, he's one of the best, and obviously the best that wore the blue note. And uh, hopefully, I get to pass him. And but uh, you know, it's pretty cool to be to be up there. Uh, you know, with with a name like that. You're all about the win, so you pick up the 27. It's a career high for you. Does that mean anything to you? I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. I guess I don't know. I never even knew how many wins I had last year, so is what it is. What do you like about the team game right now more than anything, Jake? Uh, we're just playing well. Uh, we're playing with confidence, but like I just said before, I, I, we don't have a choice right now. You can't. We're in a spot where we can't take our foot off the gas like previous years where we're already at 100 points and, you know, we're already in the playoffs. Now we're still up in the air and we have no choice. We have to play every single game like that and um, play, give yourself an honest effort to win or chance to win and uh, Go from there. Uh, I think the guys, obviously, we understand that, and you know, with the 13, 14 games left, uh, we get no choice. Yeah, they've been playing really well lately. They knocked off LA the other night. They get a bunch of skilled young forwards that are trying to make an impression in the market in the league, and you know, we still and we have them twice more, I think, you know, before the end of the season. So um, we didn't want to let off at all tonight. You know, they're. I think they're a good team. I really do. They get a lot of promise in the future, and we're going to have our hands t tough uh, the next couple of games. So you know they're going to come back better. Yeah, I think we had a good start. Um, I think our play dropped a little bit after we got the second goal, but uh, I also think part of that was uh, they cranked things up a notch in the second period, and um, from that point on, they were actually hard to handle. We got the shutout tonight, but, uh, but Jake had to be outstanding to get it. Yeah, we've we've tried to manage it the the best that we could. We didn't skate yesterday, and and uh, and it's very, it's it's odd for us to not skate the day before a game and then not have a morning skate. So the schedule was a little bit different. Um, it worked out tonight, and what's good now is we have a we have a, a rest day, and then we'll have a practice day before we uh, before we um, get to our next match here. So uh, good to get this win. It was a hard game. It was. Uh, you know, the, the score at the end of the night, I don't think, uh, is really, um, you know, indicates how we felt through the course of the game. Uh, their goalie was outstanding. They come at you with a lot of speed and a lot of skill. And, and uh, like I said, Jake was, uh, Jake was great. Is it tough for a team mentally when it could be 3-4-0 and it's only 1-0? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, you start, you know, that starts getting in your head a little bit. And you start uh, you start worrying that, oh, you know, that, that their goalie's having one of those nights. And, uh and that you know one one play could end up being the difference in the game. So he you know right from the start he he gave them a chance to battle back and and uh, kept them in it all night long. And I, I thought you know uh, you know as good as as he was, Jake was great too. So both goalies were great, and uh, it was a good hockey game. I feel like it was imperative to come away with something, especially on a five man power or five minute power. Play. <laughs> well, we waited right till the very end. Yeah, uh, but you know what? We had some we had some good movement, some good motion. It's tough, you know. Like, Probably you would have loved to have gotten that power play a little later in uh, the period, considering that you know you get it so early that we have two lines that haven't even gotten on the ice yet, and we didn't skate the day before. We didn't you know we didn't skate this morning, so you'd like for your power plays to ha you know guys to have a chance to get into the game to feel the puck a little bit, and and uh, but you know we, we found a way to get a big goal there at the end and of it, and uh, and that was huge. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just know you can see it in your players. You know when when we're fully sharp and fully um, on top of our energy. And we're, you know, I think we've been we've been good. We look like we're in good shape, and and uh, I think our back record in back-to-back games this year indicates that we are. Um, but that said, we want to make sure we stay on top of it, and uh, and we're we're trying to. Um, Especially in a schedule like this, you know, we value our practice time, but the schedule has been so crazy that uh, that we want to make sure, you know, our game's been pretty sharp. We want to make sure that we're giving our players our best chance uh, to have the energy and, and the, you know, the, the level of compete that we need going into every game. You know, it's easy to have a letdown when you're playing a team that's not very good, and that's happened in the past with the Blues to where they've played uh, to the skill level of their opponent, but that hasn't happened lately. And they played uh, pretty well last night. Like I said earlier, there were a few lapses that I'm sure they're going to address and, and and make adjustments in the next couple games. But overall, I thought they played very well. Uh, the three stars have, have got to be, in my mind, um, uh, the fourth line. And I know that's kind of uh, copping out, but the fourth line would have to be, in my mind, uh, the third star of the game. Uh, and uh, I, I got to give Mike Smith of... Uh, the Coyotes, the second star of the game, just for the fact that he kept this game so close, you know, two to nothing until that late goal. And when it could have easily been seven to 11 to nothing. And if you, anybody watched that game, you would know, I'm, I'm telling the truth. It could have really been blown out early, but he kept him in the game. He gets the second star. And the first star in my mind is Jake Allen. Wasn't tested often in the first period, tested a little more in the second, but was really tested in the third period. And he kept, uh, the Coyotes from coming back and, and building momentum. So he gets the first star of the game. So Jake has a big game. The Blues move on in their next game. They're going to be playing against the uh, Avalanche on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central. And then they come home for a couple games. On Thursday, they play the Canucks, uh, which I'm sure the Canucks would do nothing, would like nothing better than to uh, hurt the Blues' playoff chances. But uh, they've not been playing well lately, the Canucks, that is. The Flames and Blues, that should be an awesome, fun game to watch. And if the Blues get into the playoffs and it looks like the Flames are going to, wouldn't that be something if they met? That game will also be at home. It's Saturday. And we've actually got an early start that Saturday on the 25th. It's going to be a 6 p.m. game as opposed to a 7 p.m. game. So, folks, if you've got tickets, remember the game Saturday is at 6 p.m. and not at 7 as normal. And then Monday, they meet these Coyotes again. Uh, at home on the 27th, and that game will be at the normal time at 7 p.m. Then they uh, go back on Wednesday and play Arizona. So, yeah, they're going to be playing a lot, and then they play in Colorado. So a lot of these last games are going to be against Arizona and Colorado, and they've got to make sure they keep everything tight and play like they need to and don't let up against teams that they should beat. Uh, This has been the Drop Podcast. I want to thank everybody for joining me. Uh, Until next time, uh, for the next game recap, the Blues against the um, Avalanche, that game recap will air on Wednesday. I will see everybody then. I hope everybody's weekend went well. I hope you enjoyed the Blues game last night. Start a great week out. Until next time, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about Lineup Media FM or The Drop Podcast, 
Email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.